<laughs> I right. get so stuck and hard on myself when it's something that I should be good at. And then I decided, right. okay, a new way I could look at this is instead of saying, writing it off as like, maybe I'm just not that good at marketing. I could be like, oh, this old way of me doing marketing with the existing tools I have isn't getting me the results I want. Maybe it's time for me to learn a new type of marketing and get resourceful and find people can help me and educate myself and blah, 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 blah. And that's the beauty of working on different projects is you can apply learning how to learn in an area that you're already an expert at. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 255 of the Real Estate Rundown. In this episode, we're gonna be speaking with Jen Katsev and we are gonna be talking about how to identify the resources you may need to get started in syndication. You know, syndication is that big word that everybody talks about, but how do you have success in there? How do you bring a performance mindset? We're gonna be discussing that with Jen as she shows us how she achieved that success and how she's already taken that all the way around the world to Bulgaria. It's a long story, but we're going to get into that right here. In this episode, we're going to discuss investing in syndications. We're going to discuss community building and high-performance coaching. So if you're wanting to hear what secrets of high-performance that Jen's got that you're not doing, you're going to want to tune into this episode of The Real Estate Rundown because we are going to create big results for you effortlessly through her coaching. And we're going to show you how we get that and how we do that on the next Real Estate Rundown. So join us on The Real Estate Rundown. Welcome to the RobNet Real Estate Rundown Podcast, where Shannon RobNet has handpicked industry experts to discuss all aspects of investing in the real estate world and seeks to help all real estate investors improve their education and their proven strategies to grow their real estate journeys. Now, here's your host. Hey, today on the Real Estate Rundown, guys, we have the honor of having the, my guest, Jen Katsev. Jen, welcome to the show. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me, Shannon. You know, Jen, it's funny how we got connected. Uh, we got connected through the World Wide Web during COVID, right? And I have just been absolutely drawn to all the stuff that you're doing. And I learned something new about you today as I was preparing for the show, and that I didn't realize that you're also in high-performance coaching. And so I even have something that I'm going to learn on the show, which I'm super excited about because I'm not just talking with you about what you do that helps other people. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to learn how you can help me. So with that, I want to tell everybody a little bit about who you are besides Wonder Woman uh, because you're <laughs> a best-selling author, right? You're a serial entrepreneur. You're a commercial real estate investor. You run a, the 506 Club. For investors, which is an, a networking uh, group. Uh, I mean, you have you have so much, and then you run a honey company in Bulgaria. I mean, you guys, yeah. you are like you are like polarized on both sides of the continent. I mean, I'm so amazed, and I'm so I'm so uh, impressed with what you do. And then I learn about the performance coaching. So, so why don't you tell us a little bit more? Walk us through this a little bit more about what you do and how kind of all of that excitement came about in your life that brought you to where we are today? Oh gosh, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, I'll start by answering how I got started in, I guess, I think my true calling is being a community builder and I'll share a little about how I got there. Um, but first of all, I know I have a really hard time calling myself something in a short intro too, right? Um, yeah. But what I really discovered is that um, really 
I've generated everything myself a lot. And when you can build a community of support, it makes things easier and effortless. So you didn't have to fast forward to the end to learn that part. But um, what happened was when I graduated from college, I got a bachelor's in fine art. I wanted to be a painter and I didn't have a whole lot of career prospects. So I ended up doing multi-level sales for two solid years. And I built a team of 15 full-time employees. I uh, was doing road shows for, if you see the people call it, uh, selling car wax in Costco, that was me. Um, <laughs> and what I got out of that was learning to hire, learning to train and duplicate myself really, like really learning solid systems and having an entire team of everyone older than me because I was what, 21 years old. Um, right. And then that's when I got introduced to entrepreneur mindset and rich dad, poor dad. So those were some of the top benefits of that experience. And coming out of uh, multi-level sales, I eventually burnt out. I met an art dealer who was starting a online auctioning business for paintings roughly around the $50,000 range. And with my fine art background and sales background. The cheap paintings, the ones everybody could afford, you know, 50 grand. Yeah. Small. <laughs> you have like the famous artists, like, you know, Cezanne, and then you have like the circle of his students. And so those are the ones that you usually price around there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got to go to Christie's and Sotheby's even. That was really cool. Um, very quickly, I didn't know this person very well. And so the relationship didn't last long. But because I'd learned about auctions and buying paintings, I got this ad on my Instagram that said, learn to flip homes with other people's money. And I was like, okay, great, sign me up, right? Because I'd rich for dad, poor dad, and Robert Kiyosaki's right. face was on it. Later I learned it was his licensing. It wasn't actually his course. <laughs> right. Um, so that year I invested $60,000 on credit cards that I didn't have before the three-day weekend course at, what, 22, 23 years old? Yeah. So... That year, basically, I had one year before my 0% APR lines of credit turned into 24% APR. And I did not do my first flip. And I called my mom and I told her I need to come home for a little bit and I have this mess to clean up. Um, so it was at that time that I actually got a job at a turnkey rental providers. And a year into working at this company, my boss learned about syndications. I was in the right place at the right time. It made sense, you know, $50,000 to put into a down payment of a rental home. You could be putting $50,000 into a share of institutional grade property and do one transaction for a million dollars instead of 10 100K transactions, right? So it was a right. no brainer. Yeah. Um, and while working for him, I saw him do retail office, apartments, industrial, raw land entitlement in California. Um, as well as several other states in the nation. Um, but I was also his, uh, I didn't really have a, a solid titles, office manager, executive assistant, you know, that type of role. And I knew that fundraising was where it was at. I saw our director of investor relations um, making a much bigger check than me. And I knew that I could talk to people and I just needed to learn the actual product, right? So I asked my boss if he would train me and he said, no, you're too new. And I thought, how could I get him to teach me everything so I 
could advance in the company quickly, right? So the first thing I did was I, I'm the only Chinese person at the company. So by the way, this was back in the Bay Area. This is where I'm initially from in California. There is a big Chinese population. They love real estate and they tend to buy it all cash, right? So um, I decided to take my real estate license course fully in Chinese, um, learn all of the terminology. And then I got on um, the radio, I got on the newspaper for the Chinese community and I started sharing about my company. And then I got oh, all these leads. <laughs> you, you were born in the US? Yes. You don't have a Chinese accent. Do you, you speak, you, did you learn Chinese at this point or did you already know Chinese? Well, I knew Chinese, but my vocabulary was limited to what's for dinner and did you do your homework? Right. That's what I talked about growing up, right? <laughs> I guess what I'm highlighting is if there's a harder way to do it, you've already found it, right? Because you didn't just learn how to do this in English, okay? Real estate transaction is hard enough, but you did it in Chinese, which is a language you were familiar with, but not to the level you were. Then you took that to the public sector and said, hi, I'm on the radio where I can't redact what I'm getting ready to say. I hope I said it correctly. Holy they were gracious. They, they did quite a bit of editing <laughs> and, they, and oh, they coached wow. me through my sentences. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Like I said, superhero. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Now I'm on Bulgarian radio in Bulgarian. So, you know. <laughs> oh, my oh my goodness. I have trouble being on the podcast and speaking in English. So, anyway. Um, so, yeah, coming back, I had leads and I basically told my boss, if you don't teach me syndications now, we're going to lose these leads. And so that's how I got into the capital raising part of our company. Now, since our company was mostly uh, transitioning from turnkey rentals into syndications, we were going to all of the RIAs, the trade shows, the events where rental home investors were hanging out. And maybe we would capture five to 10% of those people because syndications, first of all, you have to educate them about the security. And then you also have to educate them about commercial real estate, which is very different from residential. Right, yeah. So at the time, there weren't any meetups focused on talking about this. And I thought, why don't I create the first one or the first popular one? Sure. Um, why not? That's easy, right? You just yeah. learned Chinese. You just took your real estate test in Chinese. Creating a RIA has got to be a piece of cake at this point. Piece of cake, right? Um, not really, because I had a lot of self-doubt. You know, when I threw this idea at my boss and he said, Oh, that's a great idea, Jen. Why don't you do it? And I was like, me? <laughs> I'm right. 20, what, four years old at this point. I don't have uh, much of a track record that I felt confident in. I didn't have um, the money. And so, you know, I, I had to get resourceful. I asked my company, would you sponsor this event? And they said, obviously, yes. So I um, found a venue. And then I created a meetup page and then I, I had to find experts basically to speak. Um, one of the greatest sources of experts that I found was actually from other events that I attended. So I started asking speakers and we had the chief economist of Fannie Mae come out and speak twice, uh, give an economic forecast to an audience of 400 people in person. Um, you know, the club starting from day one was just minimum 100 in-person attendees. Um, and this became a significant lead source, educating people about syndications and ultimately building trust and credibility with our company. 
So I'm taking notes over here. I'm, I'm taking yeah. notes. I honestly, yeah. yeah. This is some great information I'm hearing. With people in marketing, especially, they're always trying to chase other people. And the strategy that I think works best, and I'll talk about the mindset behind this too, is why not create something that's so great that people are naturally drawn towards you? You don't have to have it all together. You don't have to be the expert, but you do have to believe that people want what you have and that you're worthy, which is something that I had to get over. Was, am I really good enough to attract people? You know, and, and out of that, you've created the 506 Club, which has, I mean, you, you've gone from where you were working for your boss. You've, you've gotten into the B business, uh, which is another awesome story. Uh, but, but now you've transitioned out of being an employee and typical, typical gen style. You're not just in one new business. You're in three or four, you're four new businesses. Cause you've got the 506 club. You've got, uh, where your, your, your partnership with, with Ganga, you've got the the B business and now you're learning exporting. I mean, come on. I mean, seriously, look, look at all that you're doing. But who's anybody that knows you is absolutely not surprised by any of this at all. Well, the way that I make it sustainable, again, is I don't try to do everything by myself. Everything that I am interested in, I either find a community to be a part of or I make one if it doesn't exist, right? So after moving to Plovdiv, Bulgaria, um, I basically plugged into the expat community here um, and now I run an expats Facebook group of 5,000 members. I run a girls group locally. I have literally right after our interview, an entrepreneurs meetup for the expat entrepreneurs in my local city. Um, and then with performance coaching, I created my own community. Uh, 506 club was a way for me to stay involved while being abroad with what's going on in U.S. real estate. Um, and the thing with most of the groups that I've participated in is they are, the organizer is a syndicator themselves. So a lot of their content is mostly self-promotion. And I wanted to create something that's a little more democratized um, because I'm purely a passive investor. I'm not right. promoting any particular deal that I sponsor. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and we've done the same with, with our RIA. You know, we created a RIA. We, we, I had the same thought process as you. If it's not there, let's just build our own. And the reality is at the end of the day, I think it was the seventh meeting before they before I spoke about what I did, right? Everybody yeah. else, I was getting everybody else to talk about how they were involved in real estate and how fix and flips happened and how this happened and how investing with your IRA happened. I mean, I let everybody else speak because I didn't want it to be about me. I wanted it to be about real estate community because I knew that that would be a sustainable room. If I'm talking about syndication, 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 that's not necessarily sustainable. At some point, they've heard what I have to say and the room <laughs> dies, right? Uh, and so, so I completely hear you on that. I mean, I completely agree. So you're not using any of the traditional models. I mean, everything you're doing is, I'm not going to call it the gen method, but it's, it's, it's through attraction marketing. I mean, I don't know what else to call it, but you're creating oh, yeah, something that people want to be involved with. And uh, when we, when we copyright that, Jen, we'll just put both of our names on that. Right. Uh, <laughs> but you're, you're really doing it by, by creating a place of resource. And that is, that is not something you see a lot of because, you know, it's 
who cares what I do? What is it you want to learn? What is it I can help you learn? And by being that community creator, you're able to really bring people to that place where they've begun to trust you before they even really understand that they have. And now you could probably sell them anything you wanted to, but you're really, because of the way you've created that community, you're delivering to them what they want, exactly. but they were always going to ask you anyway, which was, yeah. I mean, that's not the way bulldozers like me do things, right? But it's the way that I've seen that works very well. And it's what we've kind of started to do in our local area. And, and I got to tell you, it is amazing. Uh, and it's that servant leadership, you know? That's one of the things that I've always been attracted to. I mean, almost every conversation we have, I come away going just, wow, because your attitude and your actions are, how can I be of service to you? And out of getting you what you need, I will find a reward in that, whether it's monetary or whether it's, you know, uh, just the satisfaction of knowing that I'm helping, uh, being introduced to somebody else. I mean, we made a connection this week that has absolutely nothing to do with what you and I do together, or what you and I know of each other. We connected uh, somebody you know in Bulgaria that that is in in you know 3D uh, modeling with another guy I know from high school. I mean, it's all those kinds of things that we're able to do because you're so interested in creating the community and taking the time to build the community. Before there's a, we're not talking about a product; we're talking about a community. And in that place, you've got the free exchange of ideas that's allowing everybody to smorgasbord and bring what they have and potluck around and see what they like and walk away with what they want, right? Yeah, and I just want to add to that, Shannon. Um, I've talked to, behind the scenes, pretty much every member in the Facebook group. Um, you are one of the most reciprocating people because I talk to a lot of people who are just, oh, you want to give me something, you want to help me. Take, take, take. And the reason why I'm attracted to you is because you're a two-way street and you probably because you've been a realtor yourself too, you understand the work that goes into making things happen. Well, and, and, you know, like, like you, Jen, I, I found that, you know, at 22, 23 years old, you know, up, up until I was 35, my business card said I was a superintendent, right? Even though I was the business owner, because I didn't want people to go, you're too young to own the business. I don't want to do business with somebody that's got this kid at the helm, right? I mean, my business started at 24, Right. Uh, and and I, I've never really worked for anybody else in my life, but but my own commercial construction experience and business started then. And the reality is that I learned that I had to lead with value. I walk into the room. I'm no longer the fresh face. Right. But I was and I had to lead with value. I had to give. And I watched how that servant leadership was attractive to other people. And, I, you know, as you know, there are people that will take advantage of that. And there are people in my life that have taken advantage of that. And they've shown me what their goal is. And I quickly realign my goals not to match their goals, right? We move on, we learn. But that servant leadership that you have example, exemplified, that I try to exemplify, is really what builds that community. And, and that's the thing that I think that you're, you're really about. And, you know, that, that community building allows you to be trusted on almost every subject. Right. Thank you. And I think you touched on a great point, too, where before I was giving freely and it came from mostly, you know, being naive, spending my energy on the wrong people. But really what it came down to is not having a sense of self-worth, which is something you can generate at any moment, really. But I had all the reasons why, you know, 
I didn't have enough experience or you know, whatever. Um, and now that I realized that my experiences are actually worthy and people want to work with me um, in a higher capacity, if I allow it, I can be a lot more discerning how I spend my energy. And that's something that just happens. Well, and I can hundred percent identify, you know, that's resonating with me as I listen to you say that, because I did the same thing when I was young, right? I would, I would, I mean, just throw myself and, and please, you know, use me, let me do all this extra stuff and, you know, all these things. And now that I look at it and I'm, you know, I'm 48 years old and I'm looking at some of these other people that are 50 years old and 60 years old and they didn't know what I knew at 25. And if we were, if all things were equal, they should have been listening to me the whole time. Right. But because of where I believe my self-worth was, and because of what I allowed others to project on me as my value, I wasn't giving myself full credit. So that's a very good point that you bring the value that your mindset backs up, right? A lot of times it's our mind that lets us down. We know this stuff. We know we're good enough, but we walk in the room and our mind goes, nah, nah. Yeah. See how, see those people over there? Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's not us, Jen. Let's, let's go over here and let's, let's hang out. Let's, let's go get some punch. Let's, let's pretend like we don't know anybody. Maybe we can sneak out of this place, right? And, and if you really looked at it, everybody else is in the room going, I wonder when somebody that knows something is going to show up, right? And they're looking around. And that's something that I look back on. And I couldn't agree with you more that, that being in agreement with your mindset and, and really seeing who you are with, with the value that you bring and leading with that value is, is so, so important. And unfortunately, you and I learned from some really good people in the sense that they taught us what naive, naivety looked like because they took advantage of ours. But they taught us some valuable lessons that we now we now understand this a little bit more. You know, we're now not so um, eh, about it, you know. So 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 we, we've kind of covered here where you're at with your community building. And I love that. And it's so funny because, you know, I, I, I if, if anybody wants uh, when when we get to later, you can connect with Jen. But she's got this cute little video in her signature line. Right. And so I get <laughs> one of my first emails from her. And I watched this video and it's the story of her and her husband and how they became Bulgarian beekeepers, which I'm going to leave it a surprise. I'm going to let you get an email from Jen so that you can click in the link and you can see how she became a Bulgarian beekeeper. It's the cutest little thing, right? But what I saw in that was how you were leading people down that road of, hey, I'm creating community. I'm creating a story. I'm creating this. And so as you traveled and now you're you're Bulgarian, full-time Bulgarian resident, right? With, with, with you and your husband. But now I realize that you do so much more with your performance coaching mm -hmm. and that, I mean, I see how it ties in, but explain to me how that came out of all of this other stuff you got going on. So this is very interesting because even today, I still bulldoze through a lot of things. Um, but before everything was brute force, I have a goal. I'm going to impact these many people. It's going to be in this timeline. So hard for me to believe. So hard. <laughs> I'm not um, buying that at all. Oh yeah. yeah. And <laughs> going through transitions, and I'm still processing the full force of making such a life change to moving to Eastern Europe. How things that used to be so simple for me to do on my own, like get a simple answer from my accountant, is now suddenly it's a very complex thing, right? Um, so I, I started to realize um, just 
how much stuff I make difficult for myself. That could be very easy if I allowed other people to contribute to me and to just focus on setting an intention that's so strong and having so much confidence that this is the result that I'm going to have in my life, that the law of attraction just works. And I'm just being who I need to be to attract it. Right. So um, there's a lot of work that went into that, which I can't cover in in a short interview, but um, it is a technique that I teach people. So I made the intention that everything I want in my life is going to happen easily and effortlessly. And I'm going to get all the support that I need and all the resources that I need are going to show up. And all I need to do is train myself to see it when I, when it shows up without being attached to how it looks. Ooh, that's big. That's deep. So So, all I have to do to get everything that I want easy and effortlessly is allow it to show up in whatever package it shows up in. Yeah. So if my goal is to make X amount of money and I'm looking for one client who's saying, Hey, John, I'm going to pay you this much money. I'm going to miss all of the people who I meet who are going to refer me to 10 people because they had such a great chat over coffee with me. Right. Wow. That, you know, and that is, that is so impactful. There's, there's so much there that you could dive into about how you really get there because you said one little tiny five letter word that I think I'm sitting here looking at my life going, there's going to be a whole lot of this train thing, this training that's got to go into getting that to become your reality where you can recognize that you can let that happen, let that unfold in your life. How has that been for a bulldozer like yourself? Yeah. So the question originally about the honey company, about the performance coaching, about the real estate syndications consulting, these were all a product of me setting this intention. I did not actually have an idea that I'm going to consult real estate companies because this is experience that I have that the marketplace might want. Um, Instead, through creating this Facebook group and just checking in with all of my members, people started to say, Jen, I see you're really good at marketing. Are you for hire? And then as I started working with people in different capacities and they started learning, oh, Jen's not just good at marketing. She knows a lot of things about syndications and she's had a lot of experience. Um, I created, I just launched my website this week. It's called Syndication in a Box, where basically I help syndicators uh, identify all the resources they need to be successful. And my partner Ganga and I in performance coaching, uh, we use performance coaching techniques, but then we also get in your company side by side, like an in-house partner, um, implement everything and also make all the mindset changes you need because most people already know what to do. It's something in their mindset that's stopping them from executing and performing, right? Um, But but sometimes it is nuts and bolts stuff, which we can provide too. And we're, you know, short time span within a few months, high impact, get in, get out and get you towards your goals. So that's the concept behind syndication in a box. Um, with the performance coaching, I have been a coach for four years, uh, for free. And then at the end of last year, I decided to actually get NLP certified. And, um, from there I started doing some paid offerings initially just to friends and through Facebook posts. Um, and I was surprised to see how many of my friends would actually pay me to, to do coaching with me, which was super validating. And, they're the ones who know all my flaws too, you know? <laughs> right. Right. That's what I was going to say. I mean, you know, uh, there's, there's so much about coaching that everybody wants to happen from a person that doesn't know them and they don't know the other person because, you know, you're going to get intimate and you're going to get to the details. So um, now back up real quick. Your, okay. your, your company is syndication in a box.com. Yep. 
Wow. Nice. That's, that makes it so simple. I just wanted to kind of tag on that because I, I heard you say it was syndication in a box and wanted to make sure we got that. So now you're, you're, you're doing all of these things, Jen, and I'm going to ask a question that your, your husband probably asks you all the time. <laughs> How do you keep this straight? How do you know when to do this and when to do that and when to take time and when to relax? I mean, how do you keep all this straight in life functioning as a newlywed, as a beekeeper, as a, as a, as someone who's learned a new language? I mean, all these things that are going on, how do you keep all this straight? Believe it or not, I actually, I used to have my schedule stacked, you know, every 30 minutes bathroom break scheduled back to back to back. Um, now, if you look at my Google calendar, which is my main scheduling you know, life too. management tool, um, I have a lot of open time. I've scheduled a lot of flexibility. And I think it's also from saying no to phone calls and trying to get as much, basically people generating as much as possible via email before they get on a call with me. Mm. Um, I actually don't have any assistance right now, but I do have partners with everything that I do. I don't do anything. I I love partners because they have a stake in the game, right? I mean, there's, there's, there's water that's got to be carried by both people. Clear definition of what you're doing, clear definition of what I'm doing makes it a great thing to do. Uh, So I love the partnership model. Um, a, A lot of people are advocates of, yeah, but you can train them how to do it and you can't. You can for certain tasks, but there comes that point where having a partner in the business, having having somebody that's that's drilling in alongside you, that's walking in the same trail and going, I got this part. You take care of the part that you're good at is is always very, very uh, uh, good. And and as far as having scheduled time, uh, I always have open time in my schedule because it's always something where I find somebody pops into town. Somebody just calls all somebody does something out of the blue and my availability oftentimes is what gets me the work, what gets me in front of the person that's only here for a couple hours and thought I'd swing by and see if you're available. And holy smokes, you actually had time. And it's not that I waste time. You know, I mean, we have, we have so much going on. It's, it's sometimes it's, it's a little overwhelming, but at the same time, I'm, I'm resonating with, with everything. I I see some things in what you're saying that, that I've written down that I'm going to have to change. Uh, but I'm resonating with a lot of what you're what what you're uh, serving up here, and I, I think it's just fantastic information. So, what are you what are you finding now that you have all of these things going? I mean, you've got the community you're building, you've got the high performance coaching, and I I can see, I think, how they all kind of overlap. Mm-hmm. But explain to me how they overlap. Yes. Explain to me where that synergy, because I, I feel like I should know this, like I should be able to go, oh, I see it. But I feel like there's almost some sort of a synergy between all of these things that allow you to get them all quickly and efficiently. Well, first of all, um, everything is about people in my life. It's never about the thing or the action. And you'd be surprised how under leveraged the contacts are in your life. Not you, but everyone, how underused your network is, right? Yeah. Um, the other thing is my husband and I have this thing where honey business, our marriage is the context of our honey business. Our product is love and happiness. Our, our physical uh, 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 health. I was waiting for it. Honey. I was waiting for it. That is phenomenal. All right. So everything that is we awesome. do 
you know, we go on a banking date, we go on an accounting date, we go on a, like everything we turn into this business date and we make it fun and it's, it's a part of our marriage. So I get to date my husband for for my business, you know? (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and you know, I, I see how you make everything fun. Even in your signature line, there's a fun little video, you know, and a little bumblebee that's buzzing around in the whole thing, you know? So that's, that, yeah. I can see how that works, but that takes work, right? That's not, that's not something that just happened, right? Yeah. You have to be, so how, to does, it, for sure. how does it all, how does the rest of it all just kind of tie together? So for me, um, I love learning new things, right? And what I love about having multiple things going on is there are certain things that are transferable to others. I'll give you an example. So before this call, I told you I have this pallet of honey that's stuck in customs and it's my first time exporting from Bulgaria to America, right? Right. And sometimes when I get stuck in things that I'm already good at, like how come my marketing efforts are not getting the number of attendees for this course that I'm trying to promote or raise the amount of capital that, you know, I set a goal to raise, right? And instead of figuring out new ways to do this, I get discouraged. I get stuck in my stuckness. You know what I mean? And with the import, (laughs) with the import of the honey, I'm in the same situation, but I'm not stressed. Instead, every single day, you know, I found two friends who can actually help me. I found a friend who's done this before. He's allowing me to use his um, resources, his contacts. I've, you know, found new contacts who can help me. And then I learned about new bonds and I had to read about this bond. And I'm like, wait, this custom broker's told me about this bond that doesn't apply to me. And I have to go fight it. And then I have to negotiate. Don't charge me for warehousing fees because it's not my fault that you assigned me this income, you know, like all of this stuff, right? But every right. step of the way, my husband's super stressed watching from the sidelines. And I'm here like, take it day by day. I'm doing what I can. I'm learning a lot in the process. And then I thought to myself yesterday, how come I'm not like this with things that I think I already know how to do? And it's because, right? Like I get so stuck and hard on myself when it's something that I should be good at. And then I decided, okay, a new way I could look at this is instead of saying, um, writing it off as like, maybe I'm just not that good at marketing. I could be like, oh, this old way of me doing marketing with the existing tools I have isn't getting me the results I want. Maybe it's time for me to learn a new type of marketing and get resourceful and find people who can help me and educate myself and blah, 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 and just be in resource mode and take away the stress, right? So I, I literally got that insight yesterday. And that's the beauty of working on different projects is um, yeah. you can apply learning how to learn in an area that you're already an expert at. And you're applying how to recognize uh, things that come into your life with ease and effortlessness in different packages, right? You could also, going back to your other note here about um, leveraging other people by finding where you were finding speakers for the event from other events, you're now finding people in your coaching business that you brought from your syndication efforts. Yeah, I am actually. A lot of clients are from the 506 Club, actually. Yeah. So, so I'm seeing how I'm seeing, I'm, I'm now getting a bigger picture of how your own, you've got Jen's community that's creating community for other people. And in Jen's community, there's all these different things that attract the community, whether it's the coaching, whether it's the 506, whether it's the honey, whether it's your new ex. And I was very prophetic in me saying that you're going to start an export business because I can just see how your your, your mind's going to work through that and go, I could do this. 
I can, I can so do this, right? And your husband is going to be like, what time do we have to do this? You know? <laughs> so I just see that working in your life and it, it, it's amazing to see that. So um, gosh, Jen, we have covered a ton of information, but the one thing that we haven't covered that I want to bring everybody back to is where in the world can they find your rock starness in the universe? I mean, where are you putting out information and content that they could chase you down and find you? Um, if it's specific to syndication, syndicationinabox.com. If it's about performance coaching, please email me. My partner Ganga also has a website that lists uh, most of our offerings that we do together. It's focuscoachingus.com. Um, and you're in the typical haunts on Instagram and Facebook. You've got the 506 yeah. Club on Facebook, right? Yep, yep, yep. All those places. Awesome. Well, you know, Jen, I feel like we have just finished our introduction for the for the for the interview because there's so much to unpack with you. I had, I mean, I got to be honest with you. I had no idea, and and I want to. I'm, I'm I'm looking for my calendar to before we get off this this podcast to figure out a place where you and I can talk about all the other things that you can do right. to add to my network. I'm I'm so blown away and and. Yet I need to be not so hard on myself because we've only known each other for a couple months. And it's so amazing, right? I mean, so amazing. So I just really want to thank you for being here today and for beginning the conversations in, in my world about what's going on and the, the, the other things that I need to be looking at and the things that I can be pushing forward with. I am, I am going to be honest with you. I'm more enlightened than anybody else is going to be from listening to this. I am truly, truly blown away with the content. And I thank you for me, Shannon, that you say that. And no, I say it, I say it in all sincerity. I mean, this is, this has been a fantastic conversation because it really does show me the power of community, right? The power of working through this, like I've tried to work through this and been focused on the last year. The fact that you've come into my life through Facebook uh, you, you know, from, from Bulgaria, from San Francisco, it doesn't matter. It's still not, not next door. And how that has evolved into everything that it is. And I, I, I wish you all the success uh, in your ventures. I mean, you've got plenty of them. But if you need some more, let me know. I've got some, uh, some projects we can work on together for sure. I can always but use success in my life. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to have to get a vote of confidence from your husband that he wants more stuff in your life uh, <laughs> before, before we jump on that. But Jen, as always, it's, it's just truly amazing to talk with you and for you to share insight with my listeners. Uh, and I just want to really honestly, uh, sincerely thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. So guys, this is going to wrap up uh, our episode uh, 255 here uh, on the Real Estate Rundown. And if you like what you heard today, be sure to follow us on the Real Estate Rundown, like us, subscribe, you know, chase us down on Podchasers, Spotify, iTunes, wherever else you get your podcasts so that you can get automatic updates on awesome content like this beautiful piece we got with Jen today. You can also find us on Instagram and YouTube. The RobNet Real Estate Rundown uh, is where we're at and you can find us and, and follow us there. Leave a review. I love to hear back from you. And again, you'll see Jen's contacts will be in the uh, comments below. Thanks for watching, guys. We look forward to having you on the next one.